What's up? Recording. I, I wish the folks could see you. I wish they could see you. Why? Well, because you've got that. Hold that mug up again. But don't cover it because I need you. Yeah, I need that. That it's the shirt too. It's the yeah. shirt that's doing it. You look like you just got back from a Jimmy Buffett concert. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, just been to Margaritaville. <laughs> Did you have a cheeseburger in paradise? <laughs> yeah, it was great. It's great. great. Love yeah. that for you. Had a you know pickle on it. Speaking of Kyle, you know, had a Grillo's pickle on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got my so, go- I got my Golden Girls mug that uh, my friends Parker Veda got me, and uh, it's got all the Golden Girls, and it says Golden, stay Golden on it. So it says. <laughs> So, look, I mean, you texted me and you were like, look, I got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. And so I did a little look. I got That's I know right. what I've been consuming. I yeah. can't wait to talk about the music that I've been consuming. Yeah. I'm just ready I'm to kick back on this couch and just watch you rant from behind the desk. Yeah. I hope you have some index cards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm. Uh, let me pull up my notes. I didn't really take a lot of notes, but I've got I, uh, I have things to say. Uh, much like uh George's dad. Let's get uh get my notes up here. How you doing though? You good? Man, you know I'm I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? Um, just all right. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm really happy to see you. I'm happy to see you. I didn't, too. I didn't think I would be. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I don't want to be. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather just be ready to give you all sorts of shit, but I'm real happy to I'm see happy you too. in your little paradise button down. Yeah, man. You know, good. Honolulu shirt. Yeah. It's good to see you too. We I've been I mean, you've been busy too. I've been super busy and this was Sure. We haven't we haven't talked a whole lot since the memes back and forth, but uh, you know, uh-huh. um, since since I last I saw you was like when we talked, you know, we haven't talked a lot since a month ago when I was up there. Jackie said to tell you hello, by the way. Uh, hello to her. Uh, Shoulder surgery. Dan was talking about some other podcast he'd been listening to, and what? I was like, "What are you doing? Listen to some other podcast?" He's like, "Well, if you guys posted one more than one every two months, <laughs> well, maybe." He should he should subscribe to our Patreon and then we'll have more motivation. <laughs> I like how you want shoulder surgery Dan to not listen to any other podcasts except for our once a month podcast. <laughs> it's not it's not that I don't want him to. I yeah. want him to find all the joy in the world. You know yeah. what I mean? I want Dan to be happy and uh, and if that if listening to other lesser known podcasts are, you know, the his route to happiness and go with God. <laughs> go with God. <laughs> Did you get a new microphone? No. Oh, that's the same one. I I didn't realize it had that cord on it. Yeah. What, yeah. Do you, what do you think I had some like Bluetooth? I'm not talking shit too? about it. <laughs> it's fine. I just, I've never <laughs> seen the cord of it. I thought it was like wireless or something, but 
Hey, 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 that cool. In a bad mood. Wow. He said you're. No, I'm. I'm. No, I'm. I'm all right. right. To be honest with you, man, I'm just like. I. I don't know. Call me crazy. I'm real upset about a bunch of kids getting shot in a fucking school. <sighs> yeah. I wasn't gonna bring that up, but fuck, I've been in a. I've been in a funk since yesterday. Uh, what a horrible. Yeah, we, horrible look, thing, there's but. nothing. There's nothing more to talk about. <clears throat> I, I. I don't think anybody's really behind that. Like, like, no, not at all. Like, oh, you know, this is really, this is a good idea. I don't yeah, think anybody no, thinks it's a good idea. Everybody's going to think they're right when they say whatever their opinion is. Yeah. And there's a lot of opinions <clears throat> going around. So, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's a horrible, I mean, it's just, I mean, whatever. It's, it's, <laughs> it's hard to do a podcast about something funny when shit like that's going on, but <laughs> there's something like that going oh, on the- all the time so now. So it's, yeah, you know, and the sooner we realize that this podcast and most of our lives just total fucking chance, circumstance, yeah. meaningless, the better. <laughs> wow, this is a really entertaining show. <laughs> welcome, <laughs> welcome to episode one ninety of All in Light, their old stuff, the podcast where we ask the question, "What's the hype?" I'm Jay Ho, and with me is Groove. Hey yo, hey yo, indeed. <laughs> You know, look, man, Uh, I got, you know, every now and again, I got to just bring the Debbie Downer vibes. Um, Oh, look, uh, yeah. Independent of this world burning down, the U.S. falling into fascism, the abandonment (laughs) of democracy or democratic ideals. Yeah. The ever-increasing rate of uh, the globe becoming an unsustainable habitat for us to live in. Like, aside from all that, like, man, I'm fucking chilling, dude. It's my day off. I'm real happy to see you. You know what I mean? Like, we're we're out here. We're out here. I'm going to get some pickles later. It's going to be good. Yo, I yeah. still been eating them pickles that Kyle you brought over. I, I just had some yeah. just like two nights ago. Yeah. Just think about Kyle eating some pickles. Yeah. I from now on I cannot eat a pickle without thinking about <laughs> Kyle. It is a it is a move to be the guy that brings the pickles to the party. That's that's a that's a personality. That's a whole personality right there. <laughs> the guy who brings the guy who brings craft pickles to the uh to the party. Very thoughtful. Just want to make sure that the burgers had pickles deal on it, you know? Brought some wavy lays. That guy, he brought the bag of ice. What did... Really? He brought pickles? Artisanal pickles. Artisanal pickles. (laughs) He brought bougie pickles? (laughs) Yeah, bougie pickles. That pickle's probably $20. (laughs) (laughs) What a flex. I mean, ultimately, he wanted to eat some pickles. That's why he brought the pickles, but... You know. like, I gotta make I gotta make sure these pickles are here. I like, can't rely on anybody else for my pickles. Don't habit. like pickles. I can't. I gotta have pickles if I gotta. If, I, if, like, if there's a burger being eaten, I gotta have a pickle on it. That's what Kyle said. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you got any housekeeping? Well, I mean, aside from shoulder surgery, Dan <laughs> abandoning being us, being a traitor. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, you know, to be honest with you, I can't. Well, shout outs to Dave L. Uh, it's his Dave Lindstrom's birthday today. Uh, he's, he's a number one fan a couple weeks back. Yeah. Of course, at this rate, may have been two months back. Who even knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who could keep up with that sort of thing? <laughs> uh, not me. I had a, I had a funny story about Trey. Well, involving Trey. Well, not really about Trey. Oh. So we played, uh, you know, our Friday night magic tournament. Oh, go, go ahead. 
No, I do have, I do have some. My housekeeping is blended with my hype. Okay, so I'm not gonna, you know. So anyway, we'll get to we it. go back um, to track. Yeah. So we, you know, play. We we're at our Friday Night Magic event, and uh, <clears throat> Trey was talking to me about listening to the, the the last episode, and he's like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "My wife and I were talking about how, like, uh, you know, this town's kind of shitty and this and that, uh, you know, because he lives here, and um, yeah, we were talking about how, like, we were like, yeah, man, it's like this town doesn't like." Wilmington doesn't celebrate history at all. Like it doesn't give a shit about history or anything, you know. They just tear everything down, and it's like whatever. And there's a historical society that just makes life miserable for people, but doesn't actually do shit that's helpful or like preserves anything, you know. They just yeah. don't want people to paint murals on walls that are ugly and shit. So I'm just shitting on it, like <clears throat> basically just shitting on Wilmington with Trey, and. uh <clears throat> About how, you know, like compared to Charleston, Charleston celebrates history. Here, we just don't give a fuck about history. So anyway, um, this nerd, this dude turns around. Y'all, y'all, y'all need to be a little bit more careful about what kind of history you're trying to celebrate down well, there. Well, you know, that's so. why we don't, because most of our history with this town is doing horrible things to minorities, you know? It's fucking horrible. Yeah. So I get there's a reason why we don't celebrate the history here. Uh, or the the town doesn't, but um, anyway, we're talking about that. And some nerd who's playing this, there's another format, another type of magic called Commander, and it's for the casual players. And it's it's it sucks. And they're playing, they play multiplayer games, and it's like, oftentimes they don't want. It's not about winning; it's about having fun. Fuck that. <laughs> so this dude's playing Commander like <clears throat> within earshot of us and he turns around and goes well actually i think that the historical society of wilmington would uh, beg to differ on you with you on that and I, it was such a well actually that i just was like i just porky pigged immediately just buddy 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 and i was just like uh well i, uh, I don't uh, uh. well I re- after i composed myself what i really wish i had said was shut the fuck up nerd shut the fuck up and stay out of my conversation, nerd. How about tell the historical society to kiss my fucking ass? How about you call this historical society right now and tell them I said fuck off? Tell them Jeho said fuck off. <laughs> now go back to your game and shut the fuck up. Don't ever talk to me again. Go back to Commander. Go back to Hold Commander. Just, oh, I'm a Commander player. Well, shut up. Fucking, yeah, it's mom must be the president of the historical society or something. You know. She hates murals. <laughs> yeah, just hates murals. That's her whole personality is hating murals. Well, actually, murals are just a celebrated form of graffiti, and yeah. they lower property values. Exactly. That's exactly what that dude was about to go into next, you know? So that was a nice... And Trey and I were both just like... After after it happened, we walked outside, and I was like, I'm glad you got to witness like that top shelf well actually just happened just top shelf just in the wild unneeded commentary from sweaty basement nerd to just (laughs) just shit on a point that who gives a fuck (laughs) who gives a fuck about my opinion on the history of of wilmington you know fuck off so yeah fuck you historical society i bet that kid's got a podcast he probably does he's talking about me right now on that (laughs) <laughs> i'll tell you another story about trey so that was that was two weeks ago and this past week we had to play each other right and last time we played i beat him like i crushed him we talked about that we got paired up this time and 
uh, we, we weren't playing fast enough, and we, we ran out of time. And I had won one game, and he had won one game. It's best two out of three, right? So if you don't win, the, if you don't finish the last game, the third game, then it's a tie. It's a draw, okay? And yep. draw's not bad, usually, whatever. But the format of this tournament was, if you drew, you don't get a prize for that round. You don't get anything. So one person needs to win. It's, it's They shouldn't really structure it that way. But anyway, so I'm like, trying to figure out i'm like do we get anything we draw i was like no i was like okay well i'm just gonna give you the win well before i could give him the win in the little app that we have to report the you you report how you finished in the app he he gives me the win just out from under me you know i was gonna give him the win so he could get the prize and i felt like it was that was an aggressive move you know (laughs) a little aggressive to like you know out polite me you know disrespectful to out polite me and just be like no i'm gonna give you the win <laughs> so what so you can tell everybody later that you were such a great guy for giving me the win that's i know that's why you did that he needed that prize i know he needed that prize i gave it to him yeah i just felt sorry for him like you know who knows what he's been telling people you know, he's, he's, he's probably got a podcast too. He probably does. He's got a podcast where he, review, he reviews our podcast. Yeah. So, you know, hats off to him. Power move, aggressive. Sweep in there while I'm trying to give him the win and give me the win first, you know. Just so rude. Just, just, yeah. You know, politely rude. Just, just, yeah. Had to, that, I mean, I really am embarrassed that I'm about to say this, but that's like the, I think it was the first time Andy Dwyer was in the office when the merger happened and he and Dwight are trying to out polite each other <laughs> because they don't want the other one to owe him anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just like that. Thanks a lot, Trey. Now I got to try to sneak over and give you a win in the app next time. Next time you shouldn't even play. You should I'm just, just going to win. Hey man, just gave you the win. You enjoy that. You deserve it. Honestly, he probably he probably gave you the win because he knew that like that was the right thing because you had destroyed him prior. He was just honoring that. He just knew that I deserved to win again because I'd won so so greatly the the other time. Yeah, it was such a convincing victory that should have lasted another round. Yeah, and he told me he's like, I've never beaten you before, which is not true because the first time we ever played at a pre-release, he beat the shit out of me, and I told him I said I didn't like you for a long time. When I first met you, I didn't like you because you beat me. I still don't like him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know you don't, but I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm a big fan. <laughs> even though he does things like you know, give me the win. Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> well, I really like that you. What you've done here is you have outpolited his outpolitement move by going on this podcast and inadvertently, although directly, giving him the shout out, thus winning. The fact that he already gave you the win, you're giving him more exposure. You're platforming right. his move, and therefore, kind of like re-raising him. So that's good of you. I'm I'm shining a spotlight on his virtue. Yeah, what, uh, what you which makes say. you more virtuous, really. more virtuous. Yeah, because I can I can recognize virtue in somebody else. That's why I'm so good at it. I do it so much. I'm so virtuous all the time that I can I see it when other people do it, and you know. Was the vi- was the prize uh, that shirt? No, 
No, of course not. This is way too nice to be given out. And this, the, my, my buddy William Bolin that I went to college with sent me this shirt just out of the blue one day in the mail. Yeah, it was purple. his 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 granddad died, and he was like cleaning <laughs> out his granddad's closet. <laughs> hey, it's fine. I I'll have a granddad wardrobe. I don't care. Yeah, no, it's, it looks great. You've, you've seen like, how good my shirts are. Firsthand, <laughs> firsthand. First hand, you oh, saw it. Oh, the jeal- look at you, jealousy in your eyes from that. You've seen how good my shirts are. <laughs> the jealous look at jealousy in your eye. When I was wearing that that B. Arthur run the jewel shirt, just the disdain, but, uh, just disdain, just you were green. No, green I've moved me. on from shirts like okay. that. I've I've transcended shirts like <laughs> yeah, that. You know, yeah, right. That's great if you still want to wear shirts like that. That's cool. I mean, I'm happy for you. Uh, we know the truth. We know the truth. But funny shirts. I, I've gone back to Big Johnson and naked co-ed shirts. Yeah. That's what I'm on. There you go. That's vintage. Yeah. Can I be honest with you, though? I'm going to tell you something. Um, I sent a meme to some friends that are local here in Rhode Island about Jinko jeans. Mm -hmm. And my friend Bianca was like, you know, she she slagged it off. And I was like, of course you hate Jinkos. And I love Jinkos. She's like, you wouldn't wear Jinkos. I said, absolutely, I'd wear (laughs) Jinkos. She said, there's no way you would. So that day I went on eBay and I bought a pair of Jinko jeans. Yeah. And and they've just been shipped. And I said, I will go out to dinner with you and Brent and I will wear Jinkos. And she said, No, not a chance in hell. So I have gone <laughs> to the extent of paying for these jeans on eBay. And by God, I'm gonna wear those Jinko jeans yeah. to dinner, boy. Wear them. I'll probably start wearing them all the time. I'll probably wear them to coach. You, you seem like a Jinko jean guy. You feel like you don't wear that? say it like that. Don't say I'm not, that. I'm saying don't it with, say that with respect. I feel like you would wear that. Uh, I mean, you, you you used to have shame years ago. You have none left anymore. It's all gone. So that that is out of the equation. Um, I feel like you would like the so that you got jeans like denim jeans. Like yeah. they're, they're actual the jeans. I feel they're like jeans. I feel like you definitely would rock the UFOs. Do you know what UFOs are? No, I don't think UFOs so. were like uh, Jinkos, but they were nylon. Okay, so they're more like oh. like parachute pants in a way. Uh-huh, um, yeah. But they're flared like they got the big. Le- they were raver pants, you know. I had a pair of the yeah. shorts that were like they were like a little too long, you know. They well, were- I think the Jinkos that I got are technically shorts. Um, I'm, I'm going to pull, I'm gonna pull it up. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to pull it up and I'm going to, I'm going to send the script. God, these things are terrible. What? I got to crop out how much they cost. <laughs> vintage man. Vintage. <clears throat> they're truly terrible. They, they're ratty. They're, you know, they've, they were worn by a skater boy. Uh, they, there's an eight in there. I don't know if you, you know, are you sending it to my phone? A, Where are you sending it to? I'm going to send it to IOLTOS. I'm just going to no context, drop a line in there. Oh, let gotcha, these okay. people see that. <laughs> I just saw that. I'm going I'm to put a. Okay. Yeah. It's they got, got the, the kangaroo. kangaroo coming I like out the kangaroo. The those, are, those are hot, man. Yeah. It looking, yeah. Like some, looking like some Evil J shorts, though. <laughs> <laughs> some Evil J would wear. 
Um, Not ironically, J Rad. Yeah, I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look in the chat, and I'm gonna send you a picture of these uh these UFO pants. All right. Is the UFO? Yeah, pants. welcome to our podcast. There you go. It's a visual podcast. <laughs> the visual medium. Yeah. Hey, I got some housekeeping too. I got interviewed for a different podcast last week. You did? For what? Yeah. It's called the Roadie Strength Podcast. About you know, it's a Rhode Island guy invested in like exercise okay. and strength and stuff. Cool. And um, I, I will not be sending that link to you. <laughs> Why not? You didn't mention me enough. I did. Yeah, I didn't talk about you enough. Wow, you didn't talk about the podcast. <laughs> no, I got through a whole hours worth of recording with this guy and never mentioned the fact that I have my own podcast. <laughs> <Your own podcasts. laughs> Something tells me that the audience for Roadie Strength is not a big overlap with the audience for ILTOS. You could have at least mentioned me. I don't think of you at all. <laughs> we just got to that part. I man, pity man. you. I pity you. I don't think about you at all. I don't think about you at all. Yeah, we just got to that episode the other night in Mad Men. That, how, that, my, those, that's one of the two best lines of the show. I think the other line is when he's at the he's at that beatnik bar, that poetry reading, and the guy's like, how do you sleep at night? And he looks dead in the eye and says, on a bed of money. <laughs> yeah, that's a great line. One of the iconic lines of the show. That was like season yeah. two or something, I think. I love yeah, Don, Don, Don interacting with the counterculture is like some of the best parts of the show. He's so wrong. He gets it wrong every time. Well, he and he envies them so much as much as he has disdain for them. He envies them, their freedom, you know, and the fact that they have yeah. a sense of self and he doesn't, you know, I don't know. He didn't he pick Liston to beat. Uh, yeah. Well, at the to time, beat Ali. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of people did though. That was the. Right? That was the thing, is it? Ali was an underdog in that fight. Fair enough. That's the one that put him on, you know, so, put him on the map, I think. Let's keep moving. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess we'll talk about my hype. Again, yeah, it sounds hype. great. Uh, I went to Wales. I mentioned it on the podcast before. My buddy that I used to surf kayak with and travel the world with. Uh, shout out I'm to not going to lie. I'm a little surprised that you're categorizing this as your hype. Um, uh, well, um, whales, whales, not not this creatures, the, the the land of whales. Yep. Although I didn't didn't <laughs> see a single whale while I was there. So, um, fucking whales, so whaleians, but not no whales. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So went to Wales for my buddy's wedding. The guy that I used to. Me and Mark and our other friend, uh, Nathan, used to travel surf kayaking all over the world and filming our travels and stuff. And so I've never actually been to Wales. They always pick me up other places where we were going, you know, pick me up in Spain or whatever. So I finally got to check out Wales and uh, it's it was beautiful, um, super green. I was saying it, it gives Ireland a run. I've been to Ireland and Ireland is greener than I thought it would be. Um, and Wales is, I guess it's, I mean, I was there right when spring had sprung. So, um, this past week and it was just beautiful countryside, a lot of sheep, not going to lie, a whole lot of sheep. Um, but just like these rolling hills and like, it looked like a, something out of like Lord of the Rings or something <laughs> like this beautiful countryside. Um, 
had a great time at the wedding, got to meet Mark's parents and uh, meet all the, the Welsh folks. Uh, a lot of the Welsh people I'd met, a lot of the Welsh people I met there had never met an American before. Whoa. That's kind of how like in the country. And we you were, were, you were there first. I was, the, I was the example of it. I was the only American there. And yeah, they, they, they lucky for them, they met a great American the first time. So, so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a great. Did you did you walk around the countryside, look at the sheep and say, man, we don't have any sheep in Wilmington. Sure would be nice if we had sheep in Wilmington. We, oh, it ain't this green in Wilmington. Oh, y'all got walls yeah, here. We yeah. ain't got no walls over there. I did pretty much, you know, just shit on it the whole time. I was like, I did. I was in a place that had sheep walls. It was Rhode Island. I was there. I saw that. They have sh- they have sheep walls there. We don't in shitty Wilmington. Um, y'all got the, what, what kind of sheep? Them, y'all got the Merino sheep? You got Merinos? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I didn't, I didn't get into the details of what kind of sheep they had, but... um. Yeah, I've had some good food and uh, you know, nice uh nice laid back wedding. It was the, the wedding was at this uh these people had taken this old farm and they built all these yurts on it. You know what a yurt is? Yeah. Like a little, yeah, little cabin y thing. So uh you could stay we stayed in the little cabins, but they had like a little cabin village for like doing the event and stuff. It was a cool spot and it was just a beautiful countryside. And they had this little um on the property they had this like church that's older than America, like probably was built in like 1600 or something and they renovated yeah. that so that was this little tiny church so the wedding was there we walked down the hill oh. and we're at the you know at the wedding venue and uh it was a laid-back wedding it wasn't super formal or anything a lot of friends you can tell these people have been friends for a long time and uh yep. yeah it was really nice I had a good time and um I was going to say, a lot of those Welsh folks, I think, would fit right in here in uh, rural North Carolina. One of the guys was like, he, one of the guys that came up to me was like, I think you would call us rednecks. <laughs> yeah. I obviously did it in a Welsh voice or whatever, but I was like, yeah, 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 I think you're right. <laughs> you fit right in. Other than the guns thing, I think you guys would fit right in. They were fascinated about guns. Um and American gun culture and like they were just shocked like everything I told them was like they were like well do you have a gun I was like yeah I didn't even want one somebody just gave it to me (laughs) which is true Uh, and yeah they were fascinated by that I think one of the um, the best man's son had watched maybe too much Breaking Bad for his age um, because he was asking me a lot of questions about uh, selling meth and whether people sell meth in my town a lot of like kind of Walter White specific questions. Um, yeah. So yeah, I got the feeling that he might have watched uh, some Breaking Bad. Uh, but anyway, that was my hype. It was fun, and I got to see uh, after the wedding. I got to go uh, see my friend Nathan, who our other of our like trio. He wasn't able to make it. I kind of went for both of us, but I got to hang out with his parents for like uh, a a day afterwards and see them because I've known was that in Wales too yeah that was more in the city in Cardiff which is the bigger city um yep so uh yeah I don't I don't know if you went to Wales while you were over in the UK I did go to Wales um and that's where that's where Owen's dad is from oh really I didn't know that Mm -hmm. from Cardiff I don't know that he's from Cardiff I mean well Wales is, is I know that he can speak Welsh yeah that's the other thing uh, we were Welsh is spoken more. The actual Welsh language is spoken more in the countryside than it is like in the cities. So the Welsh folks I was with were like going in and out of Welsh and English. 
um, they call it like Wanglish or something, Wanglish. Um, sure. And some of them, like, I could not understand anything anybody was saying because it was just like, it's because Welsh, so Welsh, Welsh sounds like gibberish. Yeah, they had a basically like a, a the equivalent of a southern drawl, um, but whatever that would be in Welsh. Um, but yeah, I just kind I did a lot of like smiling and nodding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's. Yeah. Or or no or no. If not, no. If not, yeah. Um. <clears throat> yes, yeah, so I had a really good time. I was only there for you know five days. It was kind of a quick trip. Um, and it took me tw- basically twenty four hours on either end of that to get there and get back. Um, just because of the crazy route that I, um, my flight took me. Um. But yeah, that was my hype. So. What was the best thing you ate? Um. The food at the wedding was great. They had like uh they had this uh I forget what the company was called, but they were they were cooking over an open fire. It's like open yeah. fire meats. So they had like uh lamb, they had mackerel, the fish mackerel, you know. Um mm-hmm. and uh that was really great. Um <clears throat> and Nathan's parents made uh Mason's mom made lemma saltado, which is a Peruvian dish because, you know, we've the last time I saw them was in Peru for our friend Nathan's wedding because he lives in Peru. Mm-hmm. And so that was great. Um, but as far as like local, um, local like Welsh food, I had uh, some pies. I had a fish pie that was really good. And I had a, 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 a leek and turkey pie that was really good. You know, it's like a pot pie kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm right. with you up until the fish pie. You know, well, it's it was more, well. You don't really like seafood that much. It was like no. a seafood bake kind of thing more than it was like a pie. Um, yeah, that sounds uh, like uh, let's take the seafood and make it worse. <laughs> well, I loved it because I love seafood. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and uh, and Nathan's mom made a pudding that was really good. So, yeah, sign me up. That. Sign me up for puddings. I do. I just I love you know. We were talking about traveling, and, and my favorite thing about traveling is trying different food, you know? Sure. Love it. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm I'm really still – I'm still sitting here thinking about you being the first American that anybody would meet. <laughs> yeah. I was the first American in Wales. It's uh, – yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exploring. Yeah. I never, never took that trip before. Yeah. So uh, – <laughs> You know, it's funny. I I went camping in Wales. Okay. And um, I remember <clears throat> getting there and, you know, I'd rented like a campsite, somebody's farm. And I was like, they were selling firewood at the place where we checked in. And I was like, I don't need to buy firewood. Like, that's the most asinine thing ever yeah. you know like why are you gonna pay Buy for firewood wood? there's when wood all these trees everywhere. are free out here yeah. yeah and i went to the campsite and i swear to god not a damn piece of wood anywhere <laughs> i was walking i walked probably two acres just trying to pick up sticks and there was no sticks anywhere it's like they went out there they cleaned and it took up all the sticks off the ground yeah, yeah. Smart. that's good business. and then it's yeah. like you gotta sell this yeah. wood we got we gotta yeah. sell this wood yeah I couldn't believe it. I've never been made to look such a fool as the <laughs> night that I couldn't build a fire because I refused to spend five pounds on a fucking. Bundle. You're up there with your hat literally in your hand, like, oh, please, sir, may I buy some firewood? Can I get just like three sticks, please? <laughs> He's like, I knew you'd be back. Yeah. Yeah. I actually went over to the next person's campsite. I was like, can I just sit by your fire, please? <laughs> 
I swear to God. They're like, we want to go to bed. Oh man, we had we did some fires there. Yeah, we we did some uh, campfires there. It was nice. I've done a lot of in the past month. I've had a lot of lot more outdoor fires than uh than I've been around in a long time. So it was nice, you know. But uh, yeah, it was fun. And uh, shout out to Mark and Kaylee. Uh, congratulations on your wedding. And uh, thanks for having me. They ain't, they ain't they ain't listening to this on their honeymoon. They I don't think Mark knows how to listen to podcasts. So uh, I don't think he knows that you have one. <laughs> he might not. He might not. Uh, what, uh, well, you know, all right. So here's my hype slash housekeeping slash hype still out. I guess it was two weeks ago. Uh, Bill friend of the pod, Bill sent me a text message and it was a link to an event. And he said, I'm seriously considering this. And I opened up the link. I saw what the event was and I said, we're doing it. So I pulled the trigger on us getting tickets in three weeks. We will go down to New York city to the Tribeca film festival and we will watch heat in the cinema. And then afterwards, Michael Mann, Al Pacino and Rob De Niro are going to have a round table discussion about the movie. What a great experience. That's going to be awesome. Especially with bill. Could you go with anybody? Like that's better than Bill. Like, like look, it's I would say take be, me, but no, you have to take Bill. Like that's that's. It's no gonna be a, a once in a lifetime yeah. opportunity to see those three <laughs> men talk about the movie on stage. But I'm telling you right now, I would not go if it was me. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a shit. I want to watch Bill watch this. Bill and loves, then I want to listen to what Bill has to say afterwards. Yeah, Bill loves Michael Mann. I'm pretty sure he said that he was in his top ten as well. So right. It's in mine. I, I, I mean, I am super stoked about it. You oh, know, great movie, movie to see, see as many times great as you movie. can. Like, yeah. And I, I don't think I ever saw it in the theater. Yeah, I, I, I certainly didn't. I've only seen it on DVD, you know, stuff. Yeah. So. so I'm stoked about that. I'm stoked about getting to hear. I mean, what do I think they're going to have to say about the movie that I haven't already heard in various podcasts with Michael Mann and stuff like that? Like, whatever. You know what I yeah, mean? Like. But- Hopefully it'll be a substantive discussion, but those guys are in their eighties, right? And it, yeah. the movie starts at seven, so it's not gonna be over till ten fifteen. <laughs> yeah, you know they're gonna be half asleep. Yeah, it'll be. It's the experience, though. It's an experience. Though. That'll be fun. I'm gonna let you yeah. in on a secret. Bill and I have been talking outside of our group chat some, so oh, I, uh, wow, I know that wow, probably wow, hurts. Wow, wow. But uh, wow. he had some things that he wanted to talk to me about. I guess he didn't think you could relate to them. And, uh, you know, about art and uh, these sort of things, but perhaps more of a refined discussions than you're capable of. And, uh, yeah, I've been talking well, about you that. know, I mean, look, hey, 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 keep up the texting, you know, um, <laughs> he, he sent um, me in, in similar fashion. He sent me a link to uh, they're doing a, a screening of the thing. John Carpenter's the thing, which is my favorite horror movie. Um uh-huh. It's a you know limited time thing, uh, but unlike you, I did not buy him tickets to to see it. I just was like, "That's cool, you should go." Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I am. You are texting him, and I'm paying him to be my friend. You know, uh, six well, one half a dozen the other. I had noticed he hasn't texted me in a few days, so maybe it's the pendulum <laughs> swung back the other direction. Bill's just Bill's just finessing both of us to get you know <laughs> to get a tender swindler. Yeah, <laughs> the tender swindler. <laughs> uh, 
He doesn't even get that joke because he doesn't watch TV. Nah. Bill, that's a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm stoked, man. I'm 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 looking forward yeah, it's to be it. Great. Uh, yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be cool. What's uh? What's uh, what? What's your not the hype? So here we go. <laughs> My not the hype is it's right. fucking airlines, man. Holy shit! You fly way more than me, and you 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 get the upgraded tickets and stuff. I don't fly enough to do all that. Um, I yeah, mean, I mean, don't I don't always. Do. I don't just always I have do. status, and if it's available, then God. I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if I get bumped up, I get bumped up. It, the airlines. I mean, there's a handful of industries that are just like way too expensive. And they're just, it's, they can treat you like utter absolute shit. And there's no recourse. You have no option, nothing to, you can't, can't argue. You get, now they've said you can't even argue with them. They'll have you arrested. Can't even argue, you know? Yeah. It is, they, it's paying them so much to just treat you like shit, just shit in your mouth, you know? And like, yeah. Well, who else are you going to go to? What are you going to do? Build your own plane? No. <laughs> you got to get there, don't you? Yeah, and they're all the same. I say as a as a, a rather tall person, you know, I'm not super tall, but I'm I'm six feet tall. It, it is getting increasingly hard to sit on the plane because they keep moving the fucking seats closer together. Mm-hmm. At least they do in the you know in the poor folks section where I sit. Eventually, it's just you, eventually it's just going to be you're just going to be standing up in the plane, and you're going to have to pay an extra fee for them not to come by and slap you in the face every fifteen minutes. <laughs> You know, you want you want the the slap fee. You want to pay the slap fee? No, I can't afford it. All right, you're gonna get slapped. That's all there is to it. You know, I never seen like a industry that's like you pay for something. And they're like, how about we just don't give you the thing you paid for at all, and then you can't you can't even complain about it. Fuck you. It's <laughs> truly remarkable. Fuck fucking horrible and the whole like oh yeah uh yeah you got your ticket but uh be a shame if you uh didn't realize that you had to pay for your bag to check your bag oh you got to pay to get yeah you got to pay to bring that bag in this airport you got to pay to bring it in you can't bring the bag (laughs) in without paying for it i you got i guess that weed had a 15 dollars plane ticket (laughs) i can't even smoke like that no more (laughs) oh god i'm it's just uh, it's just every time and it's every time it's a shitty experience uh i i got my tickets super late so to get an affordable ticket i had like a pretty fucked up route i had to fly from here to philadelphia from philadelphia to lisbon portugal and from lisbon portugal to the uk all right i knew i knew you were flying through portugal did you I, when you first said when you first said i had a fucked up route in my back of my mind i was like he probably had to fly to portugal to did, get have you had to do that before I haven't had to do it, but that's the, the I've seen that option. You've seen that you know? before, yeah. So I flew yeah. to Portugal, and I flew on what I thought was the worst airline in the world, but apparently there's one even worse. It was, it's EasyJet. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's it's like a JetBlue kind of thing, uh, but worse yeah. than JetBlue. But apparently there's Ryanair, which is even worse than that. Oh, or they boy. might just they just might throw you out of the plane while you're flying, I guess. I, I don't know how it could I get have, worse. I have flown both EasyJet and Ryanair, and Ryanair is uh imagine wrapping your body in saran wrap and then just squeezing batch hands in between your skin <laughs> and the saran wrap yeah. and then going into a sauna and uh-huh. sitting in it. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's how it was with the EasyJet, uh for sure. You said that was Ryanair that was like that? 
or was easy it was to Ryanair. Ryanair, yeah. Well, they they're both bad, so, but Ryanair was it was definitely worse. But the, I mean, EasyJet is just getting kicked in the pants. Yeah, I, fl- I flew into Portugal. Had a seven hour layover in Portugal. Okay, <laughs> so it's not. Did you go see the sights. What did you do? Did you I, go? No, <laughs> I didn't. Um, it, it, the, let me tell you, the Lisbon airport is perhaps the worst airport I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> Shitty ass airport. Um, and I've been to like the Marrakesh Morocco airport, like, right. It's, it's the shitty airport, no air conditioning at all anywhere. Hot as fuck. Uh, we got off the plane. They just like, we got, you know, when you get off the plane and you're on the tarmac, you're at a great airport, you know, like you're on standing on the tarmac and then the bus comes and they're like, get on the bus. Where's it going? Just get on the bus. We get on the bus and ride for like 15 minutes to get back to the airport. I'm like, how's this even possible? Did you fly me to another country and you're driving me to Portugal? What's going on here? So we get, they take me from the shitty terminal I was at. I had to get on another bus to go to the other terminal. So I go to the other terminal and the other terminal is somehow worse than the first terminal. Horrible. I'm there too early to get, I'm like, I've, you know, Back in my traveling days, I did a lot of shitty layovers because we were trying to save money on flights and stuff. I'm the king of finding a space in the airport and going to sleep. Find a piece, yep. of, piece of carpet in the corner and go to sleep. We get to the second, you know, uh, whatever, the second terminal. And it's so shitty and they won't let me go through to where you sit for the gates until two hours before the flight. No. So I'm sitting, I'm out in the fucking... It is filthy. The floor is filthy. And uh, all these questionable people keep coming and sitting by me, you know, from all over the world, just coughing, sneezing. Uh, I keep like coughing louder to try to make them go away. (laughs) Uh, You know, like I've got more COVID than you. Um, The floor is filthy. So there's no me sleeping on the floor. And, and, there's so many people crowded in this little area that I, I have to, I would have to sleep sitting up in these terrible airport um, seats. So I just stayed awake for the whole time, sweating my balls off. Uh, and then finally we go to get on the plane and uh, I, you know, we, we stand in line. The plane is delayed. We stand in line for an hour and a half standing in line they they put the they put the the queue line the like the line cards in the wrong spot so everybody went to the wrong line so that took fucking forever to fix and then we stood in line for the flight from lisbon to to uh to the uk for an hour and a half i'm just sweating profusely just sweating profusely and i get on that plane and there's no air conditioning on the plane you know it's like nope there's heat they're like y'all could have paid y'all could have paid extra for it nobody wanted to um yeah so then i finally got there you know and i'm I'm delirious from staying up that long like it was not a problem when i was you know 25 but now i don't want to be up 24 hours in a row you know so i get there and if everything's fine you know i finally i got there whatever that last flight sucked though the other flights were fine that sucked so on the way home my friend's mom, Nathan's mom, was like, well, you, the way back, I had to fly for, to Lisbon and then to Heathrow from Lisbon. What? I had to fly from Bristol to Lisbon to Heathrow to Philadelphia to home. So Nathan's there mom is like, she's like, well, why don't you just uh, 
take the bus. They have these really nice buses here, and it's $15 to get the bus. Just take the bus to Heathrow. So I'm like, all right, we'll do that. So I take the, I'm like setting up the bus to Heathrow, and my tickets were like not connected. Like the, the EasyJet was different from the rest of it. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just be able to. Thankfully, I called the fucking airport, and they're like, oh no, if you miss the flight, then the, the flight from Lisbon to Heathrow, then we'll yeah. cancel the whole flight. Yep. So I just stay online on the, on the phone while I'm like, my friends are trying to show me around for two hours with British Airways to try to get the shit to where it's not going to be $3,000 for me to get home. Yeah. And all they have to do is drop a flight from my itinerary. Well, they keep, they keep taking my credit card information in case I have to pay for it. And they keep losing the credit card information over and over and over, like 15 times. I'm not exaggerating. They keep putting it in. Oh, I'm sorry. The system's erasing it. What? Two hours later, they finally dropped the flight. They're like, okay, we can drop that flight, but it'll mean that you can't, that that means that the fl- your last flight to home from Philadelphia to home is, is overbooked now. So you can't be on that. I was like, I'm already on it. I'm already got, I've already got the ticket. They're like, well, no, if you drop this first one, it'll take you off of that flight and you can't get back on it. So it'll be 24 more hours in Philadelphia. So I'm like, fucking just do it. Well, $200 later, I had to pay $200 to fly less. So to drop a flight from my, and no, nothing else changed, you know, it's the same routes and everything. $200 to drop, it's just fucking extortion. You know, just fucking extortion. So I'm like, I have to do this overnight bus to the airport, to Heathrow, get to Heathrow. It is, I'm like, I've got like six hours in Heathrow before I fly out. Finally, I'm just waiting around forever. Finally, the lines open up, get in line. This dude in the back of the line. Everybody's quiet. It's early morning, you know, it's like seven in the morning. Everybody's just has been up all night, et cetera. This dude in the back of the line, he's he is shouting English catchphrases, just screaming things. They're like, "Oh, it's in the papers today." Oh, you know, like I don't even know what all he's saying, but just like very like I don't I don't know if it's common English slang, but it was just like you know, he was English apparently, <laughs> and he's saying all this stuff. He's just shouting things like you know just just random catchphrases and shit and we're like what is going on with this dude? why is this dude doing this he's just like oh that's a big surprise huh like he's not talking to anybody on the phone or anything he's just screaming this shit and he's getting louder and louder and i guess he had tourettes or something and i don't mean to like make light of that or whatever but i <laughs> i don't know but everybody's confused and then the police show up and i'm like oh shit oh, oh god here we go Glad we're not in America. Um, the police show up and they very politely talk to him. And he's just like, he's shouting these catchphrases at them. And then they were like, okay, we'll call somebody. So he calls his friend. And then he starts yelling at the friend these same catchphrases louder and louder. And, and like aggressively storming back and forth across the airport. And then he said something that the police didn't like. It this is going on for like an hour. And then he said something that the police, I guess, didn't like. And they very, you know, you could tell it was we were in England because they were like, "Sir, you're scaring the passengers. We'll have to walk outside." And so they took him outside and never saw him again. 
Don't know what. Well, happened. that's when they killed him. I get. Well, yeah, that's the difference. Is Ameri- the American police yeah. just kill you there on the spot? The yeah. English police are kind and and polite, and they take you outside before they kill you, right? <laughs> um, yeah. So that was just kind of unsettling in a way. Uh, and like I said, if, if you have mental health issues or whatever, I, I I feel sorry for that, you know. But it's just like. I, the main thing was I was like I can't fucking it's too early in the morning for me to deal with this shit right now like can we please if you're in an airport before 8am it ought to be treated like a library exactly don't talk to me be quiet you know we're all we we all got we're all in the same boat here you know this is a shitty experience for all of us so let's just let's just ignore each other and uh, get on this fucking plane how about that so yeah. Did you did you get to watch any movies while you were on the plane? Hmm. You know, I looked and I didn't see anything I wanted to watch. And I had I had my tablet with me and I had pre-downloaded a bunch of stuff from Netflix and uh uh HBO. Yeah. So I just watched that stuff because I was trying to finish Six Feet Under, uh, which I did during the trip. And uh So what did you think about that series finale? Uh, we'll get to it. Am I consuming? We'll get to it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, for sure. I, I do have things to say about it uh, without spoiling anything because Jackie's watching it now. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so <laughs> I got... Jackie, I like that you're like not spoiling it, but Jackie's not listening to this podcast. Nor no, she's she not. She'll, by the time, she... she'll be finished with it by the time she gets to this episode. Anyway, sure? I finally get on the plane and uh, thankfully, like my co- you gotta get, a, get a, you gotta get a COVID test for 24 hours before you fly home to the U.S., that was a whole different pain in the ass. I had to, I had to get a, I had to get a mobile test and I had to use a telehealth service to have the person watch me on their phone, do the test. Well, the person on the phone, their app wasn't working, so they couldn't hear me. So they had to call me and then we got disconnected and that went on forever. And then the, uh, the, the swab made my nose bleed profusely, just violent nosebleed. So that was great. But anyway, they accepted the test. I got on the fucking plane, fly to Philadelphia. I'm so tired by the time I get to Philadelphia. I can't sleep on a plane. I just can't do it. I don't know if you can, but I just can't. I'm just too tall to like lean over enough to sleep, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, and I just have to, I have to have a little bit of like, you know, and I'm not the guy that puts the seat back. I'm not going to do that. Um, anyway, we, I get to Philadelphia and I'm I'm just like wired. I'm just like you know when you're like you should just be dead. Like you're so tired that you're like I cannot exist anymore. But if I went to sleep right now, I probably couldn't sleep either. Yeah. And you're just emotional and this and that. And so uh, <clears throat> I you know after all this shitty airport shit and the airlines aren't any help, I'm like, well, I'm gonna go to the it's American Airlines by this point because British Airways and American Airlines share the route. So I'm like. I'm going to go to the health desk and ask them, the American Airlines help desk. They're probably going to kick me right in the fucking crotch, but I'm going to go there. So I went up there and I saw the lady and the lady sees my, my cat tattoos and she's a cat person. And she's like, I'm like, I'm like, Hey, there's a flight today to go to my town. I'm, and I'm speaking incoherently, you know, cause I'm so tired. I'm like flight to town where I'm home, where I live. You live somewhere. I live somewhere too. And I get home today instead of tomorrow today instead of tomorrow i'm finally explained to her that i'm trying to get on the same flight i would be on tomorrow but today so i don't have to be in the airport for 24 hours you know 28 hours whatever it was going to be 
and she click click clicks you know the first time it took him two hours to drop drop my fucking thing five minutes she's like here's your ticket you're on the next plane home and i immediately openly wept just like uncomfortably wept made her super uncomfortable Mm -hmm, i was like thank you so much it's like my cat's gonna be so happy that i'm home and she's like oh my god you have cats and this and that i'm like she's talking to her about the tattoos and she's telling me about her cats and everything so we had like a nice little moment there with the so shout outs to the american airlines in philadelphia the help desk because the out of all the experience with the airlines that was the only one that i've ever had that was positive uh and they got me home and man i don't think i could have stayed and I mean, I, I guess I would have just got a hotel room, but even so, I would have just been fucking miserable. I was just ready to be home, you know? If you got the hotel room, you wouldn't have been able to sleep because you've been too paranoid sleeping through your alarm. Yeah, totally, because I'm not going to miss yeah. that flight the next day. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, it all worked out in the end, and I, I had a great trip. It's just the traveling there and back was was horrible. Um but whatever. And and just getting treated like shit by the... Luckily, the security didn't treat me like shit this time. I was kind of surprised because usually it's just fucking shitty to you, you know? Like, well, I mean, put your shoes back you, on. You know, you know, get your belt on. Blah, 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 you know, that whole hurry up thing. I'm like, nobody tried to do that. They're like, yeah, take your time. Put your stuff back in your pocket. It's this and that, you know? What were you going to say? Well, you weren't <clears> wearing that shirt. I wasn't. I was, you know... I should have wore this shirt. So, no. Wear that shirt. They're going to yell at you. (laughs) I'm having too much fun if I'm wearing the shirt. Is that what you're saying? I'm going to be jealous of my fun. This guy's trouble. Man, he's been, looks like he's been in paradise brightening cheeseburger. Yeah. I bet he's been to Margarita. from vacation. Hey, this guy goes too slow through everything. He's too relaxed. (laughs) Where are you going, Margaritaville? Can't be bothered. (laughs) Yeah. We got we got actual business travelers trying to come through this airport. Right. Fuck you. Wow, oh, look, man. I talks about the travel, but I'm glad you had a good trip. You know. Yeah, it was fun, and I got to you know catching up, and I think it meant a lot to Mark's a real quiet dude. He's not gonna. It I could tell it meant a lot to him that I was able to go. You know, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He didn't <laughs> he, say it. He so. got me good in the. Uh, he well, they shouted me out during the actual ceremony because they were like, "We're thankful that our friends, a friend from America, is, he came here, and uh, his his uncle's from Canada, and connect Canada." And so uh, they shouted me out then, and then uh, during his uh, his. Thank you, speech. When, when we invited him, we didn't expect him to come yeah. because, like, who would come all this way <laughs> just, for, just for a neck? Yeah. But apparently he's got nothing else to live for, so he <laughs> flew all the way out here. Basically. But then during Mark's uh, thank you speech, he, he said thank you to Joey for, for coming here all the way from New York City. Because <laughs> that's what he – him and Nathan, that's the joke, is they always tell everybody I'm from New York because it's, yeah. like, offensive to me. Like, I'm not from New York. Yeah, but like yep. that's such a stereotypical thing for somebody from the UK. It's to just assume everybody's from New York. So he, he shouted Orlando. me out on that. From what? Orlando. Or Orlando. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so he shouted me out, and he and I were the only ones laughing. Everybody else was like, "Whoa, this guy's from New York." Whoa. So the rest of the the rest of the wedding, everybody came up to me and was like, "I've been to New York before," and I'm like, "Well, yeah. I haven't." <laughs> it's like I, I'm not from New York, from North Carolina, and they're like, "Where is North Carolina?" I was like, "You know where Florida is?" Yeah, I was like, "It's basically Florida." That's there you go. Everybody knows where Florida and New York and California are. That's it. 
That's it. Well, it's kind of me too. Mm. I know where Texas is and a few other places, but yeah, I don't know where I. I I could probably, I could probably do thirty of the fifty states. I bet. Yeah, you could do. You could name them and tell me where they are in in general area. Well, I'm thinking if you if you put the map of the states. And you tell me to fill it in. It I'm, getting 30. I'm getting You're 30, getting 30 of, them. of them. Okay. I think I'm getting, th- I'm definitely going to get Hawaii and Alaska. I know that. Those I'll get, I'll easy. get, yeah, we can do, I mean, I can do all the new England. I can do all the East coast for sure. And I can do most of the West coast and the South, but damn those middle States, man, and Missouri. Forget about it. I, I forgot that. I forgot Missouri. that that was the name it's of a, a state. It, it might be a city. I don't know. I think it's the state though. Well, yeah. Missouri, Missouri. What? I was about to say, oh, it's Missoula, the capital of Missouri. <laughs> no, I think it's Missouri City is this capital of Missouri. Oh, that's right next to Kansas. Oh, they Kansas. Kansas and Missouri. Yeah, because Kansas City is both of them. Oh, is it? Kansas City, Missouri and Kansas City, Kansas? Yeah, you got a Kansas City, Missouri, you got a Kansas City, Kansas. Depends on what side of the city you're on. Hey, we got geography. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome, Josh. <laughs> Josh is just screaming at the screaming at his uh Steam. Right, he's got that yeah. he's got that Duke face. He's got oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Well, what's what's your not the hype? Dead air. Yeah, man, my life is good. I ain't got no complaints. What a flex. What a flex. Yeah. Fuck I got off. nothing. Fuck off. No, I got I got nothing that I want to talk about on this fucking yeah, podcast. I hear, I hear you. That's that. fine. That's fine. <laughs> uh, my hype still out is that I am coming out of retirement this weekend. Well, I mean, I've been playing these weddings, but I'm playing a, uh, a gig at the local uh, beer garden downtown. Uh, they like the little hipstery alcove beer garden um, mm-hmm. i'm filling in for my uh my good buddy professor dub who's that's his regular gig is to play there uh it's a sweet gig it's f- five o'clock to nine o'clock so it's not a late night gig it's D- you know yeah. djing be djing there from five to nine and uh i can play whatever i want basically i just got a set of vibe it's not about making people dance which is sweet um it's just about playing music for people to eat their food too you know you're gonna play fat lip far side de la soul tribe conquest and then maybe some jurassic five that's what you can play yeah well i'll probably do some of that i will yeah i'm i think i'll play a lot of like indie rock stuff too though um oh yeah, but yeah bright side. i'll play indie indie hip-hop stuff and also indie rock stuff yeah you know you got it yeah, you know you know me well enough um I got. I'm gonna go listen to <laughs> Fat Lip. His solo stuff. Solo that. album's pretty good. Yeah. That one solo album he had was pretty good. That one song is good. Cool yeah. And. What's up, Fat Lip? Yeah. Yeah. I'm cooling. Um, I'm cooling. Yeah. So I, I, we'll, we'll see. Um, it seems like too good to be true. I've never done this gig before, but uh, Dub Professor Dub is a is a a college professor here at uh, the university. Uh, and his like hobby is DJing and he only, he doesn't need to do it to make money. He only does gigs where he can play what he wants to play and do his thing, you know? 
So uh, it's kind of a sweet deal, you know. Like if 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 I wasn't completely burnt out on DJing, I'd be excited about that to like play what I want and you know set a vibe. And you stuff, should stuff, just so. you should just go and put on songs of the summer two K seven. Yeah, and let all the skits roll in between. Just let it roll through. Just be like, yeah, hey everybody, it's good, right? Good, everybody <laughs> having a good time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me let me tell you about the summer camp I used yeah. to work at. <laughs> Everybody sit down. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that hype's still on that. Um and uh but I'm looking forward to it. I'm like I said, it's not I'm not a, I'm not they said that they may want me to play more often. Um cuz he only does two night two, two Saturdays a month. So I think they're interested in me maybe playing the other two Saturdays of the month. Oh, that's right. This, this year audition. Yeah, but I, I don't know if I want to do that or not. So we'll see. But I am going to pick up some. I got some. I'm getting some new speakers. So I'm, I'm going to try to pick up some uh, couple gigs here and there to make up for. What you What you getting? Getting some Bowers and Wilkins. Some uh, Electro Voice. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, there's that. And then my other hype still out is uh, I'm reluctant to say this. Because it's getting a lot of bad press, but uh, the the new Ricky Gervais special, he's got a new special. Um, he has uh, he's. Getting, I watched ten minutes of it, Joey. Did you? I watched you ten, watched minutes, 10 of minutes of it, and you. I didn't laugh a single fucking time, and I was like, I don't have to watch this anymore, and I turned it off. That's how I felt with that that last Dave Chappelle thing too, you know. Um, yep. And it seems like this, from what hey, I'm hearing, it's right. Here's up. the thing. Good news. You want to hear some more jokes about trans people? Go right ahead. You, go watch Ricky Gervais. M- more not jokes. More yep. just, just sh- saying bullshit. Um, wow. Well, did you did you pay for it? No, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix thing. Um, yeah. I, uh, it, man, I just don't know if maybe I should just not even bother then i mean i guess i shouldn't it's like i still want to remember these people that i like love I, I i you and i both huge ricky gervais fans dude part of my what i've been consuming is i'm in a rewatch of the office the bbc, oh, the BBC office. office which is a masterpiece like or i well i thought it was maybe on the revisit it's not i don't know no it's it's still it's, it's still as far as like things that influence what I realized what comedy could be like mm-hmm. and, and, and influence so many other things, you know, I mean, not to mention the American office, which is pales in comparison to it, but also still funny, you know, but, uh, mm-hmm. that, that UK office is a, is a work of art, you know? Yep. Um, I yep. think, uh, and, and emotional and tells a story. That's why it's so, man, it's just so grim to, and, and, and this isn't like out of nowhere. Ricky Gervais has been, trending to i told friend of the show kevin i was like he's been trending toward being a shit bag for years now you know yeah just just saying that like well comedy can't have any restrictions on it but then complaining that people are putting restrictions on com you know like you can't have it both ways dude it's like well no one can restrict comedy because we can't why are they restricting comedy you said we couldn't restrict it so what are you what's your deal like what and why are you just i feel like people like him and level of fame of him and and Dave Chappelle and and others just get to a point where they like just can't have any self-reflection at all and then they're just mad that they people want to 
want them to reflect on what they're saying. It's like, you're trying to stifle me. No, no, they're not. They're just trying to say, what, what the fuck are you saying? Why? I saw this tweet. It was like, uh, the new Ricky Gervais is basically just him saying that he went to the bookstore and moved the Bible into the fiction section. <laughs> yeah, right. That sounds about like what it would be. I, I might go back and try to finish it, but I'm telling you right now, <laughs> Only one of us needs to. Well, you've already started it, so maybe you should just take. Ah. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, it's just God. sad because, like, I, I and and him and and Chappelle too. It's it's like I'm like, okay, well, if you had something funny to say or anything to say, really, you just they don't have anything to say. They're just like trans people exist and people are mad at me for it or whatever it's like it's not jokes they're not making jokes at all not to say that that would be okay but i i i do agree that like comedy can't have restrictions put on it to a point i guess comedy comedy shouldn't have any restrictions but also we have to be able to say i don't like that or i'm not that's not my thing or i'm not okay with that you know it's i don't know it's it's, Dude, it's uh, you can say whatever you want. It's the the freedom of speech thing. You can say whatever you want, but you're, there there's also can be consequences for that. Yeah, for sure. And it's yeah. and I'm like, if you were like, what? I don't understand this. Like, it's like postmodern comedy where it's like, no, it's not jokes. I'm just gonna say the things that I think, and I'm such a popular comedian that you're gonna think it's art. You know, I don't know. I'm just rambling at this point, but. Yeah, anyway, hype's still out. Let me tell you, the hype is in. It's, that shit sucks. Okay. Well, that's good to know. It sucks. I, now, I I'll probably like watch enough of it to for my morbid curiosity at this point, since you've yeah. said that. Yeah, don't, to, yeah, so go into it being you. like, oh, how bad is this, rather than, oh, yeah. I hope this is good. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So... Maybe I'll get through from more of it than you did because of that. Um, but yeah. but who, who fucking cares in the end? It's just like... I don't really care what he has to say anymore. You know, mm-hmm. so a lot of my like comedians that I've liked over the years, I don't care what they have to say anymore. But I don't know. Um, anyway, what's uh, you got any hype slot? I'm going to New York with Bill. Well, I think that's <clears throat> going to be hype. So yeah, it's going to be exclusively hype. I don't think you have to like even make a call on that one, but yeah. Um, yeah. What you've been well, let me tell you what I've been consuming real quick, and then we'll get into yours because uh, it sounds like you have more sure. than me. Uh, I, I got a couple of different albums. Okay, uh, I don't really have. I didn't listen to any music on my trip, really. Um, so I don't really have much music, but uh, or any music. Uh, I've caught up on Better Call Saul. Uh, the new season's out now. I'm up to the start of the new season, and I'll wait, I guess, until that hits Netflix in a year. But I've I caught up on all that. Damn, that show is. It's in a lot of ways better than Breaking Bad. Uh, like, I don't know yet. I probably need to go rewatch Breaking Bad before I can actually make that call. But uh, I enjoyed Breaking oh. Bad. I never thought it was like quite the level of... People told me it was the f- the greatest thing ever made and it would erase my brain and then it didn't. But that's not to say when I tell people that, they're like, well, you hated it. I'm like, no, I thought it was great. 
but I didn't think it was like it was a fucking Mona Lisa or something. Like it was good. Um, great finale to that show. But uh, yeah, this uh, I think that um, the the characters I like the characters in Better Call Saul better, and uh, Bob Odenkirk is just fantastic. And also uh, Kim Wexler, I don't know who plays her, the the, the female lead. It's one of my favorite oh. characters in my in my top twenty five probably of all time. Um, Didn't even name the actress. Can't name the actress, you know. Kim uh, Wexler. Yeah, that's how Kim Wexler as herself, too. as herself. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, really good. Um, <clears throat> yes, yeah, so I ca- caught up on that, but first I finished Six Feet Under. Um, I had like two seasons left, and so I had a lot of time in the airport to watch, and uh, finished it all up. And that that finale. Um, I got halfway through the finale, and I was like, I don't know what people are saying this is because it's we've talked about it before it's considered maybe the best finale of all time of tv show but everybody's hyped it up to me so i'm like oh boy so i got halfway through it and i was like all right well it's fine but it's not wowing me and then the second half of it it was like okay and then the the last bit was just like man this is fantastic what a great like creative not creative anymore because yeah. everybody's ripped it off i think but like right. what a creative like great way to tell the story that's six feet under is so much about characters and it, it really like with some exceptions it, it does a lot of it, it, it does some nice storytelling with characters you know um to finish everything up and all that um so really enjoyed it um you famously have only watched the finale and nothing else right yeah um but I, the whole show is great. Um, I have a lot of things. I, I if if you had watched it, I could. There's a lot of things. I have some things to nitpick on it, but overall, I think it's a really good show. Ahead of its time, probably doesn't get the uh, credit it deserves um, for being in That's that. It's like a lot. A lot of those HBO shows, they came together to build a scaffolding that then these later shows really stood on. Right, and and build a scaffolding in a way that you never, you didn't even realize, Oh, it's always been this way. No, it hasn't. It's because of shows like the Sopranos six feet under. Um, and really six feet under, I think was like the, the next big thing after Sopranos had started. Um, as far as like HBO stuff. Um, cause it's, it's predates the wire. I think. Yeah. I mean, Um, the wire stands on the shoulders of, yeah, it's the wires like the next layer. Um, and then, then now we have, then, and then we get Parks and Recreation. <laughs> yeah. You know, if not for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's where I was going. That's get, where I was going. We get Real Housewives of Atlanta. There you go. If it's it like, wasn't here we are. for season yeah. three of The Wire, yeah. we would never get Atlanta selling Sunset. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So we're so so, so, so uh, we take it for granted. Um, now, it's a great show. Watch it if you have the HBO uh, Max uh, speaking of, I've also been watching Atlanta, which is continue like when Atlanta's on the air, I think it's the best thing on the air. Uh, have you, are I you- got it. I got into, I, so I think I'm one or two episodes behind. I'm, um, I'm only, I'm on episode eight of this season, I think. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. So I think I, I think I have not watched episode seven. Okay. So you're like one behind me, I think. Yeah. Um, Got into a real long conversation about it with some people who were suggesting season three was maybe a little bit too pretentious and departed too much from what they wanted the show to be. 
in my opinion, what they wanted the show to be was a linear narrative about Paperboy, which right. it never really was in the first place. It's just now, you know, Donald Glover has even more latitude to talk about what he wants to talk about. And that's what he's doing in season three. And yeah, I, I, I backed into this um, theory or not really a theory, but an, a, a, a take on the show that I'll give you and you can tell me whether or not I've just like dreamed it or like I, I, I didn't read this anywhere else, mm-hmm. but my conclusion about the symbolism in the show is that Paperboy is represents the show that people want. Earn represents the show that Donald Glover wants to tell. And uh, Darius represents the fantastical elements of the show. So like yeah. Paperboy is that he, you know, it is like on one layer, it's a story of, you this know, rapper, a rapper, fame a rapper and, yeah. yeah, getting fame and leaving his neighborhood yeah. and, and, and achieving yeah. the American dream. And on some level, it's an updated version of a critique of the American dream and whether or not it's achievable and who gets allowed to, you know, dream that dream. Yeah. And then Ern's character is the one that really more than Paperboy is experiencing a lot of the microaggressions of like the constant assault of white supremacy. And he's making kind of like through this character, that which is usually invisible, a lot more visible Mm -hmm. for viewers who previously were not kind of like aware of such things. And, and that's like that. I think that's really kind of the undertow of the show. And that's why you know, season three is a little bit more. We've got a, a lot more bottle episodes that deal yeah. with that kind of thing. But to me, that's what that's what the character Earn represents. He's the one experiencing that for the audience mm-hmm. more than Paperboy. And then, I mean, yeah. the fucking the Twilight Zone kind of element of the fantastical imagination that can ex- that can exist at the same time is is represented with Darius. Like that's when that's when stuff happens. It's just like he is imagination. Yeah. And there's, there's things in the show you're like, is this supposed to really be happening or is it they're imagining it or it's like, we're supposed to take it seriously or it's, is it, is this such a metaphor that we're supposed to realize it's a huge metaphor? And they're like, it's weird. Cause it, it, it does it speaking of like postmodern type things. It, it does that to the point where you're like, well, if they, if they took one misstep with this, I'd be like, fuck y'all. This is too, you know what? Come it's, on. Like, but it's not like that. It's like, Oh no, yeah. I, I'm here for it. And like, uh, it does. The show starts out linear. It's brilliant. Cause the show starts out very linear and then it, it splinters and it gets less linear and more nebulous. And so if they didn't do the linear stuff in the beginning, people probably would have just fallen off of it. Cause they couldn't handle yeah. not having something yeah. to follow through it. But, um, yeah, what an interesting set of characters. Um, and also Van too. You didn't mention Van, but she's great in the show. She's not in it as much as the other three characters, but I I, I love Zazie Beats, um, and I think her character very. But I think out of those characters, Darius is my favorite because I just love how weird he is, and he doesn't. They they he's acknowledge not trying to be weird. No, he's just himself, and they acknowledge yeah. that he's weird, but they don't say fuck off to him or anything. Like don't they let him be Paperboy and and Earn let him be who he is. You know, they kind of all three let each other be who they are. Paperboy has to put his foot down sometimes to get his way. 
But um, yeah, the show's really interesting. I think that speaking of contrasting this with other comedians, you know, artists earning the right to do the thing that they want because they've done so much great work and it can, it could, I've always appreciated that. Like you look at a band like Radiohead, they hit a point where they did stuff that I just didn't like anymore. And I was like, but I was like, you earned that, you know, I, I want you to keep making okay computer the rest of your careers. But I realize that that's not what you want to do, but you earned it. You gave me okay computer. So you get to do this. I think that's what like Dave Chappelle and Ricky Gervais want us to think. But they and they earned that, but then they squander the right by not doing anything with it. It's just wasted. This is like Donald Glover, like he's earned that right to do something super creative and out there. And like I'm glad it's not like everything else. And it's such a critique on race and everything else until it's not. <laughs> There's times where you're like, oh, this is heavy handed and it's, I'm supposed to feel horrible as a white person about this. But then they'll leave it open ended to where they're like, well, maybe you're, maybe it's not the way we're presenting it. Like we're hitting you over the head with it, and then they'll do a twist to where it's like, okay, well, this isn't as like, like this isn't as clear. The, yeah. the what I'm supposed to feel out of this is not clear. Um, yeah. You know, it's beautiful. It's so it, which good. is great. It's it's just a testament to this. It's it's this piece of art, and and it is super weird, and it's out there, and if you can't handle that, I it's not for you there's plenty of other shows that do similar things to this that I'm just are not for me but this show is so good and the writing's just so careful and and well done um not careful it's like calculated everything that happens every single little thing that happens is they've created it and they've this is how they want it and uh yeah it's a uh it's a it's a sand sculpture without a single grain of sand out of place. <laughs> yeah, totally. Every single yeah. grain is in place. It's a mandala. It's a mandala because as soon as you think it's perfectly done, that's when it gets wiped all over again. Yeah. It's wild. I, I really I agree. I think it's the best show on television. And I think this third season is taking it higher than just what's the best airing right now. And it's going to, it's, it's climbing into kind of my hall of fame mm-hmm. of all shows. Yeah. I mean, it might be in my top 10 by the time this is all over with maybe higher. I don't know. Um, it's so good at like presenting something that's like makes the audience feel uncomfortable, but it doesn't make you hate yourself for it. It's like, I'm uncomfortable. I don't know what the answer is here, but it doesn't create that like self-loathing of like, pushing you over the edge of it. It's like, this is a thing that exists and maybe I'm more aware of it now, but yeah, I guess. I, I mean, know. I think for me, it's, it's just like, there's not a lot of auteur singular vision mm-hmm. shows that also are really just like not cool because they're auteur, but cool because they can be, they're great on their own. They're like genuine. Every level of it is performance is mm-hmm. great. The writing is great. The humor is good. It's when it wants to be sharp, it's, 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 you know, razor mm-hmm. sharp. It's not just about a self-reflexive auteur's vision either. It's, it's about something broader. I mean, it's just one of those shows that hits on every level. And the more I watch it, the more I'm like, yes, yeah, this is hitting on every level. It's, yeah. it, it, and I don't think it's too pretentious, but no, I think it, that also like, 
Even, fuck it. Even if it is, like, it's yeah. that good. So yeah, go right good. ahead. Be pretentious about it's, it. It's, I don't know if it, it's not pretentious. It's sincere and it's uh, genuine. I think it's genuine. Like, it's, it feels like it truly is from the the, the mind of not just uh, Donald Glover, but I, I guess his brother's one of the main writers on it, too. And uh, I think there's a couple other people that are they're the main writers as well. And you can just kind of tell that they, they all have a singular kind of vision for it. Um, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's just super interesting show. Um, right. Sticks, sticks with you, but, um, I don't, is this the last season? They're not going to do another season after this. I don't know about that. I know that FX told Donald Glover, whenever you want to do Atlanta, you can do Atlanta. Cause it's, it's been, been a been while. Like three since, years. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, the first season and the second season were about a year apart. It was non-traditional timeline. They didn't air the next season, the season two, in like the same window of time that all the other season twos of, you know, mm-hmm. shows would have been aired. Um, I, I don't give a shit. Give it five years and let him come back and make another yeah. season of TV. Yeah, follow it, it up. Right ahead. Um, you know what? <laughs> this shows you how great the show is. And I'm watching it on Hulu. I don't know how you're watching it. Yeah. Uh, that's how I'm watching. It. Have you read the descriptions of the episodes on Hulu? Yeah, they're yeah. fucking fantastic. It's not. There's no attempt to convey what it's about to the audience. It's just the writers of the show writing like, "Well, everybody's gonna hate this one. Oh, another bottle yeah. episode. Uh, no, y'all are looking forward to that. Like, it's super sarcastic and like breaks the fourth wall of the show. It's not a description mm-hmm. of the episode. It's just like, well, so and so is gonna hate this or this. Uh, wow, this one's really pretentious, isn't it? Like. I just think it's brilliant. It's like another layer of like uh, meta to that, you know? Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. That one on, I think the last one I watched was Trinity to the bone. Yeah. That was like, why this is going to make white people feel sad or something like that. (laughs) That was a great episode. Um, Yeah. So, I, uh, so I got, uh, you know, now you're making me think of, you just said break the fourth wall and it just reminded me, I, I went to see, um, Dr. Strange. Oh, uh, the, what is it? Multiverse of madness. Yeah. I went to see that this past weekend. I've been wanting to see it because I like Dr. Strange more than most of the other. I love that first movie. Cause it was so different from other stuff that they had done. And, yeah. and also I find myself liking, the characters that I know less about in the comic book movies than the ones that I know a lot about. Like it's kind of opposite of like my favorite characters in the comic books. I'm kind of tired of them in a way. So characters like Doctor Strange and Thor that I didn't know anything about. I've actually enjoyed them more than Spider-Man or. Well, I'll say that, you know, ultimately this is a, just another Marvel cinematic universe Mm -hmm. movie. Um, in that respect, it's forgettable. It's, it's, but it's also a really fun ride. Yeah. And this was probably a, in the top five for me of most enjoyable theatrical experiences for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It was fun. It was scary. Mm-hmm. It was funny. It was thrilling. It had the heady kind of like, psychedelic uh you know elements that i really appreciate about dr strange that um, first movie so trippy it's just so like yeah whoa. this has got a lot of that in mm-hmm. it um there's a 
a couple different things that happened. Um, it was a, a different than just like the kaleidoscopic kind of mm-hmm. visuals from that first movie. Um, I didn't, I was not bored. Mm-hmm. I was not thinking about what was happening next. I didn't try to predict anything the whole time. I, it wasn't you know, parts of it. It's like, okay, well, we got to go do this. We got to go do this. We got to do this. And then we can, when we do that, then we could do this. And yeah. Then it'll be over. Um, but if you don't like that, then just don't go see a comic book movie. You know, like yeah. that's the point. Um, I, I, yeah, I thought it was great. Time. I haven't seen it, it but I, I think it's great that it's like a horror tinged comic book movie. Cause I think they need I to, jumped. I think they need to do more of that. You know, like, I mean, they've done it with like the comedy side of it with guardians of the galaxy. Uh, if, if the only movies eventually we're heading to a future where the only movies we will get are comic book movies, the, none of them, none of the others, there will not be any other movies other than comic book movies, at least have them be a little bit of genre different genres in them <laughs> i know people complained yeah, about I mean, it being I think, horrific, uh, i mean early captain america was a little bit more noir yeah right mm-hmm. and um and you've got the comedy element with not only thor but with uh the, the guardians yeah, of the, the galaxy, galaxy yeah. i think this is a little bit more yeah it's got some horror in it, it it's jump scares really yeah. it's just jump scares but those fucking jump scares got me you know what i'm saying yeah. oh boy i got got <laughs> Anyway, it's a good time. I think you should try to catch it in the theater yeah. before it leaves the theater. Yeah, that that first one was really good to see in the theater because the visuals are so out there. Um, so I'm sure this one will be similar to that. I definitely want to check it out. I got three albums for you. Okay. I'm intentionally not going to talk about the Kendrick Lamar album. Uh, so I haven't even listened to it yet. Album. I haven't listened to it yet. So I'll try to listen to it before, by the time we record next. I'm going to go ahead and go with the one that I want you to listen. Well, I don't know if you've listened to it or not, but as I was listening to it, I was like, God, I can't wait to talk to Joey about this. It's the new Arcade Fire album. I have a... I'm writing that down because I need to listen to it. We, I think it's called. We. Yeah. Uh, I... My only exposure to it is uh, the Saturday Night Live performance, which... I didn't even watch it. Which made me go, oh damn, Arcade Fire is pretty good. So, uh, yeah. I, we, I mean, for the listeners, Joey and I both agree that their first album, Funeral, is perfect from beginning to end, and then after mm-hmm. that, it's a sea of maybe a little one song on on a couple albums here and there, a lot of trash. This album is very good. They and I listened to it last week from start to finish because I had five different people recommend it to me. And when I finally listened to it, I, the whole time I was like, Joey's going to love this. Really? Cause I, that's yeah. over time I have like gotten sad about arcade fire. Cause I'm like, I wish I still like them. Um, Cause that first album is, it is a perfect album. I would put it up against just about any album that's ever existed. It is perfect from start to, fi- to finish. It is just a great album. Um, and then it's like, Oh God, they're doing too much. Oh, they're doing way too much now. Oh, I didn't even know they would be allowed to do this much. Just like too, just vomiting out interesting ideas, but yeah. just too much of it. Somebody needs to edit it down. You know, it's like these directors going to Netflix and not having anybody tell them, "Hey, you got to edit your thing." Uh, so that's how it's been with them. So this this album, you feel like, is like a return to that. Is is it, it as much back. stuff as that? It's, is it like all the music ideas are much more coherent? Okay. It's just like, it just sounds like 
it's just a good album, yeah. you know, but it's also Arcade Fire. So it's like mm-hmm. a good Arcade Fire album. I really enjoyed listening to it. I've listened to it three times. They're really talented um, musicians. Yeah, it's fun. Like, I yeah. I really like the, it's one of those albums where I'm like, oh, I want to go listen to it. And I listen to like the first two songs and then I arrive at my destination. So the second half of the album, I haven't spent as much time with, yeah. but um, I've, pro- I've listened to that first song probably seven or eight times. It's, it's is good. I re- it starts out really strong and then it just like stays bopping. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, the right. next album that I've been excited about listening to and I've listened to a bunch is Kevin Morby's most recent album is called This Is a Photograph. Yeah, um, Ninja T sent, sent it's, the link to that I think while back. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, <clears throat> Kevin Morby's read, uh, in uh, in a relationship with Waxahachie. Is that right? Yeah, that Katie that Crutchfield. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, Mikey Passant texted me the day that that album came out and said, so Kevin Morby has an album called Oh My God, which is, in Mikey's opinion, I think his masterpiece, like his best album. Is that the one Mikey before said, this one? What? Is that the one before this album that's recent? No, it's two ago. I think City Music was the last one. No, li- oh my god, may have been the last one. I I listened to whichever one came out the same year that Waxahachie Saint Cloud came out. I think it's or, like black and white. He's like in a mirror. Yeah, I think. Because I I loved famously I loved that Waxahachie album, and I was like, well, I'll check out Kevin Morby. I know they're not the same thing, but they. And I did not like that album. I didn't hate it, but I just it just yeah. did not click with me. I was like, well, this is fine, but it's not. I never gave Kevin Morby enough time to understand what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, but so Mikey texted me last Friday, said my first listen to, Oh my God, I thought this is weird. Not sure if I like it. This one, it's like, I like it. I'm not sure if it's weird. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then he texted me and said like, strike the ambivalence for my initial review of the new Morby. It's great from start to finish. He said it might be his album of the year for Uh-oh. people that don't like okay. Big Thief. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's the, um, what's this album called then? This is a photograph. This is a photograph. Okay. Yeah. I'll check it out. He's going to he's going to punch you in the jar right when you hit play. That first okay. song is just And that first song is the title track of the album and there's a song exploder episode. Okay. With him that just came out wow. about that song. Cool. Yeah, so that's cool. That was really that was a fun. The song exploder episode is only like twelve minutes long. Yeah, if you take away the song, so it's great. It's an easy listen. Um, the third album. Uh, this is a, this is a recommendation from Mikey. This musician Mikey recommended to me several years ago, and I really enjoyed the album that he recommended. the The musician, his name is Joseph Huber, and he's like a like an Appalachian country guy. Um, so, but this most recent album of his, I think it's called the downtowner. I'll have to pull it up, but it is my favorite of those three albums that I'm bringing up. Wow. Um, I really like what he does with the music or, or like the instruments on his album. There's a lot of surprising novel sounds mm-hmm. that are not usually in uh, country album. <clears throat> and so he's really engaging me with the kind of the sonic landscape that he's laying down 
I don't know a single word that he has sung on <laughs> on the album at all. Um, but the yeah, the album's called "The Downtowner," and and the Orchards of Fear is the first song, and then it goes into "In Liberty's Morning," M O U R N I N G, and those two songs they they pair into each other. Okay. Like you gotta listen to it in order, and if you get through those first two songs and you're not into it, abandon it. Okay, but I can't. Ah, oh, God, I, I, I'm going to go listen to it when we get done recording. Because it's been like two days since I've listened to it, and I'm I'm excited to listen to it again. I'm really I'm really energized by the, what he's doing, because I don't hear anybody else doing it right now. Oh, I'll check all three of those out. I got I wrote them down. Um, Great. Definitely want to see that Arcade Fire now has piqued my interest, because I've... I read some article that I, was like Arcade Fire has made it hard to love them over the years or something <laughs> like it's because uh-huh. they've become a cliche of like oh Arcade Fire huh totally like, it which is sad because they, they don't deserve that they, they, they fantastic band live too did you did you see them live with me or no I, I never who saw I went them live. to see them I saw them in Asheville um at the amphitheater thing there um Thomas Wolf I think uh huh. They were great. They they all trade instruments the whole time, the whole show, and <clears throat> you know, that's that gimmick. Yeah, and they played on the street afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I'd say that's about it for me. Yeah, good episode. Glad to catch up. Um, well, we don't have to say it's a good episode. We can let the people decide. Okay, I mean, I don't care what they think, so. I'm saying it's good. You're right. No, you're right. It's a good episode. Uh, hopefully, we will record the next one not as far apart. Um, but we, I mean, it's, it took a lot of energy to we'll do one in judge. person. So to do that yeah. you know, in person live, live one. Um, you can find us online at our shitty website, iltos.com. You can email us. I don't like their old stuff at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Spotify or uh, probably on Apple and other places where there might be podcasts. Um, yeah. You got anything else? I'm all good. All right. We're out. Fuck the airlines. <laughs>